Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it. As we always do, this is our Monday morning discipleship segment, our Monday morning discipleship. And uh, as we always like to come on on Monday morning, try to give you a word uh, to go with what you heard on Sunday and try to help to sustain you uh, throughout the week. And so we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to wrap it up here. Uh, We've been talking about calling an election, calling an election. And we're going to finish up this conversation. We've been in this uh, these verses in Second Peter, and this has just been a blessing uh, to me, and I hope that it's been a blessing to you. Um, um, these verses in here, where he talks about making your calling and election sure. And so uh, last week we were talking about patient endurance, and this week what we're going to do is going to move on, and we're going to cover this last section that I want to talk about when Peter talks about um, this patient endurance, and, and you could even call it perseverance. Uh, he talks about us moving on from there. And uh, moving into a place of godliness and brotherly love. And so we're going to talk about that today, about how this godliness, godliness rather, and this brotherly love comes into play. And so, again, I want to share some thoughts with you all uh, on today. I'm going to read verses uh, again, Second Peter chapter one. I'm going to read verses seven through nine uh, just to give you some context of where we're going to be on today. And then we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to move on out the way on today. But but he's talking about all of these things, um, even in the heading in this Bible. I'm going to read from the New King James Version on this week. But even in this heading in this Bible, he's talking about uh, fruitful growth in the faith, fruitful growth in the faith. And we talked about that fruit of the spirit uh, when Peter outlined all of these things that we have to have, you know, uh, uh, a good moral compass, if you will. He says, add some knowledge to that. And then we talked about that patient endurance. But let me read Second um, Peter, chapter one, verses seven through nine. And again, I'm going to read that from the New King James Version. Um, and then he says here, he says, after that perseverance that patient endurance that we talked about, he says, add to that godliness. And then I'm going to go on into verse seven. He says to godliness, brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness, love. And he says to add to brotherly kindness, I'm going to talk about that in just a second, add to brotherly kindness, love. And then he says here in verse eight, he said, for these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of of our Lord Jesus Christ. But then he says something in verse nine that we're going to talk about extensively on today. He says something in verse nine. He says, he says, for he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Y'all see that? He said, if you lack all of those things that he listed, and really, as we talked about, it's fruit of the spirit. He said, if you lack those things, he says, you're going to suffer from blindness. You're short-sighted and you're going to forget that you were cleansed from your sins. And so we're going to talk about that on today, but let, let me back up here uh, very quickly. I want to deal with that godliness and brotherly love. And I want to start right there before I get to um, um, what Peter talked about in terms of our short-sightedness, if we don't grow in the, in all of these other areas and not just be saved, but, but we have to grow in some of these other areas. So when he talks about uh, this godliness, he says, add godliness and then brotherly love. And then he says, love for everybody in a new living translation. And we talked about this. I actually shared these thoughts in Sunday school on this morning. And I talked about the fact that the church, when he talks about that brotherly love, the church has got the love itself first. What do you mean when you say that Reverend Jackson? Again, when I say love itself, we've got to love one another. 
And then once we love one another, we can properly go out into the world and love everybody. And the church is called to love everybody. And so uh, once we get that down, once we learn how to love within the walls of the church, we can love outside of the walls of the church. You know, people often try to figure out like, why uh, is the church so difficult at times? Why is it so hard to get along with the church? And, and I want to I want to let y'all in on a little secret. Some of y'all know it. Some of y'all may not know it, but it's hard for us to get along even within the walls of the church. Sometimes we don't like to acknowledge that, but it's the truth. It's hard for us to get along with each other. And so that's why it becomes hard for us to get along in the world. But then he says this, and let me move on from there. And then he, he says this, I'm going to go back uh, uh, to verse eight, second Peter uh, chapter one, verse eight. I'm reading from the new King James verse. He said, for these things are yours and abound these things, all these things that he talked about that we have to grow in the faith. He said, if these things are yours and they abound, he says, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so what he's really saying is that, that when you grow in all those other areas of faith, as we've been talking about supplementing your faith, adding some things to your faith, he says, when you grow in all those other areas, then you can actually produce something. Then you can actually go out and he says, you'll be neither barren nor unfruitful in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You'll be able to receive the word a little bit better. And we're going to talk about that today, too, because I'm going to jump on over to the book of James uh, before we close this out today. But he says, you'll be able to receive the word and then you actually be able to do something with it. And then he says something, he says, for he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness. And and I want y'all to know that's a progression right there going from short-sightedness to complete blindness, going from just, you know, not really being able to see it clearly to not being able to see it at all. Amen. And so we, we can regress, if you will. You join the church, you profess your faith, but then we can mess around and go backwards if we're not careful, right? And so then he says this, he says that, that um, we're short-sighted, short-sighted rather even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. And this happens to us sometimes, child of God. This happens to us sometimes in the church. Well, sometimes we forget just how far God has brought us. We forget that we were out there too. And, and this is important for us. Again, as we go out into the world and we witness to people, we have to remember that we, we were out there too. I said this in Sunday school this morning before I move on over to the book of James here. I said this in Sunday school. I said, um, we, if we're not careful, I said, we act like we didn't used to be in that band of people that that's out here doing everything except what the word of God says. I said, but not only were we in the band, some, some of us were lead singers. Amen. So, so some of us were leading the charge away from God, the things of God. And so he says, if you're not careful, you'll drift in the short-sightedness or blindness. Amen. Amen. Now this reminded me, this took me to a scripture over in James. I'm going to look at this scripture in the book of James. I'm also going to read that from the new King James version. When he talks about, um, James talks about us being, uh, not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word as well. And so I feel that Peter is in that vein where he's basically saying that don't just get the word, live the word. Don't just go to church and hear a good sermon. Take that word out of the church with you and do something with it. And you all have heard me say, this is why you got to come back to Bible class. Because sermon may make you feel good, but Bible class going to make you change. And so so uh, uh, James talks about us famously in the first chapter of James. He talks about us being not just hearers only, 
but doers also of the word. And this is really where we're getting to it in second Peter. Uh, and we talk about making our calling and election. Sure. Let's not just be people who are say I'm a member of this church. I want to be a member of the body of Christ. It's good to join the local congregation, but make sure you're a member of the body of Christ and then take that word that you heard on Sunday morning. Take that word that you did, that taught word that you're getting on Wednesday or whenever you have Bible class and apply it to your life. So let, let me read these, these verses here uh, from the book of James uh, chapter one, verses 21 through 25. Again, I'm going to read that from the new King James version. James says this, he says, therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. So, so here it is now. Now James is taking us back to the beginning. He said, come out of that old life and let's, let's get the word of God, receive the word of God. So, so now, now you're saved, right? And you're ready to receive the word of God. Let me read on a little bit further here. Now, by the way, too, he says that the word of God is going to save your soul. And so let me read on a little bit further. Verse 22, he says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves, short-sighted, blind. He says, listen, don't just be hearers of the word. Be doers of the word. Let me read that again. Verse 22, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Verse 23, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror for he observes himself, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. This goes right along with, with what Peter was saying here. He was saying, listen, don't, don't forget that you had to be cleansed from your sins. James saying the same thing. He says, if you're just a hearer only and not a doer, you're like somebody who looked at themselves in a mirror, but you walked away and you forgot what you looked like. And this is important for you and I, child of God, because again, as I said, sometimes we'll get so deep in the church that we forget what we used to look like. We forget who we used to be. We forget who we were out there. And again, we forget, as I said earlier, how far God has brought us. And as I often like to say in, in, in my teaching, I say, listen, some of us have been in some, some pretty dark places that God had to come and get us from. And if we're being honest, God had to come and get some of us two, three, four, five, ten times. God had to keep pulling us out because we kept going back. And so look, look, let me move on here as we get ready to wrap this up here. So James says again in verse 23, if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Verse 24, for he observes himself, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. And this is why you will hear always hear Reverend Jackson stressing that it takes more than just Sunday morning service. I wrote a piece on my website about that. It, it, why Sunday morning is not enough. I said, you've got to go beyond Sunday morning service. We love to come to church. We love to get our shout on. And you all have heard me say this. Some of us can't wait till this pandemic passes so we can go back to church and start shouting again. But I haven't heard anybody. I want, I want y'all to hear me clearly. I haven't heard anybody say, I can't wait to get back to Bible class. I haven't heard anybody say, I can't wait to get back to Bible class. I can't wait to get back to Sunday school. Everything I hear is I can't wait to get back to the sanctuary so I can shout and dance and do all this. I haven't heard anybody say, I can't wait to get back to Bible class. Amen. Somebody let me read this last verse and then we're going to be out the way on today. Verse 25, he says, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, <clears throat> 
and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. Y'all see what James says here. Let me read it again. He who looks into the perfect law of liberty. I'm going to talk about that in just a second. The perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. That law of liberty that, 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 that James is talking about here, that law that sets us free is the law of love. That's what it is. It's the law of love. And what that is, is when Jesus talks about the commandments, he says, there's really only two commandments, love God and love your neighbor. Even as we looked at the verses back in second Peter, Peter says to us, he says, you got to have brotherly love and then you've got to have love for everybody else. That perfect law of liberty, that love that we are supposed to have uh, one man to the other, that law, that love we're supposed to have. That is that perfect law of liberty. And at the end of the day, y'all, we have to add that to our faith. Again, you can't be saved and tell me you ain't really saved if you're going to tell me you don't love everybody or you ain't trying to love everybody. And I know that some people got some unlovable ways. Some people may look at Reverend Jackson and say he got some unlovable, lovable ways. And I'm sure that some of my ways are unlovable to some people because I don't claim to be perfect. But if you get that indwelling of the Holy Spirit, you'll learn how to love people even when you don't like what they do. You'll learn how to love somebody beyond their faults and beyond their issues, because that's how God loves us. I told you all last week that God is a good example. He shows us how to love people in spite of themselves. And if you get the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in you, you can be a doer and not just a hearer of the word only. So as we wrap this up, we talk about this call and election again. You talk about this, this, this godliness that we have to have when, when, when Peter talks about adding that godliness, when he goes into love, because you can't have a godly love without being a godly person. So, so, so he's saying you got to add that godliness to you and that will enable you to love your brother and sister. First of all, your brother and sister within the body, and then would also help us to love everybody else. This is our call. This is how we make our calling and election sure. It's not just about you personally. And it's not about you getting a bunch of stuff from God. It's not about you. I'm just going to make sure that I do this and I do that. While you're here, you have to act like you're saved. Amen. You have to show it. There's got to be some, some evidence that that's what we're talking about that fruitful growth on today. There's got to be some evidence that you're saved. You can't just say that you're saved. There's got to be some evidence that goes along with it. Making your calling and election sure. Again, not just being saved, not just professing your faith, but growing in your faith, growing uh, in all of those things that, that Peter talked about. When he talks about um, growing in self-control, he, he talks about growing in knowledge, uh, growing in godliness and growing in love, growing in all of those ways. We ought to be growing Christians. And if we become, thank you, Holy Spirit, if we become growing Christians, then we can become going Christians. Meaning we, if we're growing Christians, then we can do that great commission and go out into the world because we're yet growing and we're going to bring some folks along and help them grow with us. Sharing this word of God, being a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. That's all the time that we have for this week. Listen, I hope that you all have been blessed by these last few episodes um, that we've been dealing with calling 
an election. So I hope that you all have been blessed by that. And uh, we're going to pick something else up on next week. I don't know where the Lord's going to take me, but we'll pick up uh, something else on next week. But I hope that you all have been blessed by what we have shared. Uh, let me give you our tag very quickly. Listen, as always, if you'd like to keep up with us at the ministry side, if you'd like to check us out, best way to do that is to find us at our website. Our website is www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written work, best way to do that is to find us at our publishing website. Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. We encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Give us a like, give us a rating, give us your feedback, and we will definitely, definitely appreciate it. That's all the time that we have for Monday Morning Discipleship on the Purpose and Beyond podcast. As always, we appreciate you all for stopping by, and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.